Welcome, everyone, to Uppy in the Stash. I'm your host, Uppy. Um, with me, as always, is Stash, and it's our weekly NFL show, which means Dirty Dan is here with us yet again. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. How you doing? I am doing fucking awesome, considering. What are we considering? Considering, <laughs> considering that my Chargers fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all I can say at this point is I'm still alive. And the way things are going, it sounds like I'm going to have a not-so-nice four-day weekend coming up. So um, yeah, lots of, yeah. a lot of sitting around in medicine in my future, feeling a little feverish tonight. I've had body aches for a couple of days, but the show must go on because we don't think we could have gotten together later this week. So yeah, we're just going to plow through, and it'll be a little, a little bit quicker. Um, Niners don't have a game this week, so we don't have to talk about Dan's shitty undefeated team. And uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, before we get into it, um, uh, I am curious, Dirty Dan, we're going to start with you because he said we'd give you shit for it. So what are you drinking? Um, so as Stash, you know, I think uh, there's a there's a previous um, podcast that we did and he said, you know, as long as I'm not drinking my mom's wine coolers. <laughs> so I decided that's what I, that's exactly what I would do tonight. Um, I got Smirnoff Ice Original. <laughs> The, oh, wow. the lemon lime, the lemon flavor. All right, so, so you're obviously 16. Shouldn't you be in bed for school? <laughs> I I actually just went to the bar and I had a couple of beer. I had, had a couple of blue moons and I just really didn't feel like more beer. Nice. So, Where'd you go? Uh, I went to the cow track. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just I went to Hunan Village. I got Chinese food and then um. I was hanging out with one of my friends, and she wanted to go to the cow track, so we ended up going. And it was actually pretty nice. I actually kind of liked it. Okay, you also, uh, we, we just had a little glitch in the matrix here. i um, not sure where we're going to edit this, um, so I'll just retract the best I can. Um, Dirty Dan actually had some real beers with his friend down at the cow track. And uh, while we lost Dash, I was saying that... Um, when I was younger, like Dirty Dan's age, I would have hated the cow track because it was too mellow for me. But being a little older, that would be the place to go because, let's face it, people don't get in fistfights anymore. Um, it's kind of sad. Oh, so, you got to go to the Batter Beaver for that. Yeah. Hmm. yeah you know, Batter, so. Batter Beaver I, sounds like my type of place. I actually, that was the first bar I that was the first bar I went to, and I was kind of expecting more out of it. I didn't, I didn't get the stabbings or the you know fist fights. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get any of that. I was kind of nice. looking forward to it. Well, I'm sorry that got ruined for you, but uh, I'll tell you yeah. one of my least favorite stories is I went once on a Friday night, and I was like close to broke. And I figured my best game plan for the night would be drink as much as I can at home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go late, and just get like a pitcher and a pint. I'm just down that as fast as I can between midnight and like one thirty, try to get some sort of buzz. And no joke, no sooner did I sit down, get my beer, pay for it, a fight broke out in the back. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, those idiots. And then the fight kept moving closer and closer to the front to the point where everyone in the bar is outside of the bar. And then the police got 
called in and they shut the place down for the rest of the night. So I lost out on all my beer and I was quite pissed off. So I got stuck walking around Oakdale sober. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was not one of my favorite nights. So, um, so, so Sash, what are you drinking, man? I'm drinking a Langunitas IPA again. This is a really mm-hmm. good, uh, pale ale. I'm really enjoying it. I know it's like a beginner's beer, but, um, Considering, I mean, it's smooth. It's great for our session. It's a good session beer. Yeah. Okay, so I got another one from Blaker. And I will say, because I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm feeling ill. So uh, when I tasted it from the tap this past weekend, I loved it. But this one's called uh, Festa. Festa? I think it's Portuguese. Uh, Vienna, it's a Vienna-style lager. It's a 6.4, 21 IBUs. And it says this Seasonal brew is a special tribute to our ancestors and a tradition that lives on by many. Brew during the season of celebration and in memory of our culture. Festa's malt bill nestles itself between a Vienna and Amber lager. Brewing with seven specialty malts creates a twist of caramel and dark malt notes complemented with a super clean finish. The Vienna-style lager is hopped with Warrior, Northern Brewer, and Saaz, S-A-A-Z, and levels out with an awesome mouthfeel, very crisp, yet Small hints of juiciness. So there you go. Um, I figured it was probably more a Portuguese thing. And I was like, well, you know, our second white person over here, Dirty Dan, who is half Portuguese, <laughs> would be proud. So if you find um, yourself in the series, go pick some up. You, I, I just want to correct you. Um, you're, uh, you, you only have one white person in this. <laughs> yeah, half Portuguese, half Mexican. Thank you. I'm I got white sure. privilege. I I'm have white sure privilege. If were, yeah, if you were in trouble with the law, I'm pretty sure you dropped that story pretty quick. I'll, I mean, I'll take yep. it. Like, oh yeah, I, I could see him driving. In. Oh, good sir. Um, yeah, if I was driving to my bar mitzvah or some some shit. Like that, you know? uh, yeah, they don't they don't need to know I'm Mexican. Yeah, yeah. See, see what I mean? You're ashamed. But <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll take the the white privilege all day. Yeah, see. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't turn my skin color off, so no matter what, I'm fucked. Right. Yeah. I mean, I won't. I won't lie, but if if they're gonna think I'm I'm some white kid, then I mean, by all means, then take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna run with it. Take the privilege when you can yeah. get it. <laughs> right. Because guess what? I'm all white, baby. All white. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> it, Sometimes it is. <laughs> yeah, but but he's gonna have mixed. He's gonna have mixed grandbabies, so mm. it's, he's it's gonna be perfect. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 family for life. We're, we're hoping we're hoping that it works out that way in about in about ten years, fifteen years from now, or something. Let's get him laid first. He's drinking Smirnoff Ice. He might not be to the <laughs> sex part yet, but he has plenty of time. He's only like twenty one, so right? You're twenty one still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get through school. Know, first. Maybe. Maybe give me like ten more years until kids. Perfect. Oh yeah, easy. Thirty-two. Thirty-two is a great age to have a first kid. So no, I will amend that. Depending on how the twenty twenty election goes, if we <laughs> end up with things like universal health care and free college, when aren't you to start now? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. all, all the major things that you would stress about are taken care of. Yeah, don't right. worry about that shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so good, getting into the actual football, um, as we always do, we start off with our prediction update that we did back in um, the preseason with uh, Brent and Steve. Um, first week, they jumped out to a 2-1 to lead. 
we tied it up three to three last week, and now Stash and I are in the lead five to four. Um, yes. There's only two possible points per week, so the fact that we have five means we've only gotten one wrong. And uh, so, cheers to us. We got to lead at least once because who knows what's going to happen. Because, like I said, this was done in April and May, and this was before uh, Gordon decided he was living on Bell, and this was before Big Ben um, lost half of his arm. So, I'm, I'm going to guess there's going to be low scores going on here on out. And that and uh, uh, Steve Castle did think um, Titans were going 13 and 3. Um, wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's, I mean, it's 16 weeks. There's, there's only yeah, 32 yeah. possible points. It's probably going to be somewhere in the low 20s by the time we get to the end of the season. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with yeah. that said, moving on to the uh, other football, we have, so last week, um, Dirty Dan and I um, tied. We both got every game right except for one. Uh, Stash got a little cute with his predicting ties. Not so good, my friend. Uh, <laughs> but I do want to point out, and I, I'm actually, because I have to write this down for the show, I'm just going to keep all these papers, and then when we get to the end of the season, I'll just actually tally who did what. So just in the event, if one of us has to miss a show, make sure we send in our picks. That way they're at least on the air. Um, all right. But I did want to point out, I did say... My big success was I actually predicted the Jags upset. Um, let's see. I got too cute, and I predicted the Redskins upsetting the Bears. I was far from the truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I actually was not too far off from the actual Chargers-Texans score. That was 20 Chargers, 27 Texans. I predicted 21-27. So yeah. oh, back to me. That was pretty good, yeah. But Dirty Dan actually good. got the actual total for the Chargers. He got the 20. And yeah. Stash, you were right that there was a seven and a zero in there. They're just you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. that's about as close as I got. <laughs> so, with that said, um, we'll start with you, Dirty Dan. You want to talk a little bit about your uh, Niners Steelers game this past Sunday? Yeah, um, I was actually working for um, most of it. I didn't. The only part I I really caught was I was keeping up to date throughout throughout the day, but um I only really caught the last five minutes of it, which is great. I mean I love the last five minutes of it. I saw it was, you know every, it was only every five you needed to see, yeah, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> everything that I wanted to see. So we got we got the win, but um yeah I I went back and saw some highlights, you know read some things. We had a really sloppy game. This is by far our sloppiest game of the year. Understand. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was against you know a really really good Steelers defense. They had just gotten Minka Fitzpatrick. I think he had an interception and a fumble recovery, but he was all over the field. Besides, you know, getting stiff armed by Kyle Uchek mm-hmm. and thrown like a rag doll. But right. um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had five turnovers throughout the whole game. Um, the statistics for teams winning games with the are very very low. Um, I think we were the first team to do it since like 1998 mm-hmm. or something ridiculous like that. And it just kind of shows how resilient and how tough this team. This is a team mm-hmm. that you know definitely would have lost that game a year prior or in years prior. The mm-hmm. same to go with the Bucks game in Week One and 
we probably it would have been a lot closer game against the Bengals week two. So I saw some things that, you know, we were resilient. We stuck with it even after all the turnovers. And a lot of the turnovers were in the red zone. We were driving downfield and we would turn the ball over and just kind of pit ourselves against ourselves. We were shooting ourselves in the foot, essentially. So, yeah. As our friend Deal Spurs would say, you guys kept stepping on your own dicks. Yeah, yeah. That's what you did. Um, I mean, we got big dicks, so. <laughs> I, watched, <laughs> I watched that game um, beginning to end, and I remember Mrs. Happy was at work as well. And I remember texting her, like, this is, like, just be glad you're not home. This is, like, the most frustrating shit I've ever seen. And this goes beyond the fourth quarter of the Browns opening game against the Titans. Um, but like you said, they won. But um, that's because um, I'm still not sold on the Niners defense as a whole yet. But take away t- – I hate to play this game, but if you really took away two plays from the Steelers' offense, it, it would be indicative of how that game really went. Mason Rudolph could not do anything, and the Niners mm-hmm. weren't letting him do anything. And they're a garbage football team, and um, I hate to say it yet again, but you won a game you're supposed to win. But mm-hmm. that doesn't always happen. So, yeah, nice 3-0 start going into your bye. So, good job. Thank you. I'll Stash, you, you, you want to talk about what happened down in L.A.? Um, so, it was a pretty good game in the beginning. The first half went was pretty exciting. I mean, you know, we were kind of back and forth. You can't sleep on Houston. Deshaun Watson is an awesome, awesome freaking quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know, hooray for Houston, uh, for, you know, the Texans for picking him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he threw for 351 yards. That's, that's a pretty, that's actually pretty good com- considering it's a 73% completion rate over uh, Philip Rivers 67. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he, this was, um, this was, the, Deshaun had a mix of both. It was a both run and pass. Definitely relied a lot on his uh, receiving end there. But, man, the defense, the sacks that are coming off of their defense was pretty freaking awesome. So it kind of made um, made made Chargers' offensive line look really weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, we, we do have a lot of injuries coming out of Chargers. But, you know, like I've said again and again, um, Phillip's just not my guy, man. Threw, threw for 318 yards at home, you know relied a lot on Keenan Allen, but we have like such great lineup. Um, it, we just not using it right. Mm-hmm. Um, our defense, you know, really nothing like no, no, you know, like no sacks. We got half a sack out of Thomas Davis. Um, you know, um, Mabane uh, got his sack, but if you had Ty Long as your kicker for fantasy football, you got a lot of points out of him. <laughs> Uh, which is which is kind of which is kind of rare, but not really like your, your kicker. You're not really looking to get a whole lot of points out of, but you know he went for eight points. So if if you if you had him, you 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 definitely got you got a boost out of that out of that one. And it's kind of that's more of a luck thing mm-hmm. and not so much of a skill um, skill play. But uh, you know, Texans tough. I think I in April, I think you said in April I I predicted they would lose this game as well. They did, and, which yeah, is why we, we have five it. points. Yeah, yeah. So we lost it just like I thought. But we're going up against Miami next, so we'll see. You That's know, a I w, mean, WW. So yeah. you're the only person out of three weeks has gotten every game right. Just so you know. Damn, I'm pretty okay. freaking good in April. Because you, <laughs> you have the Dolphins, you will be right four weeks in a row. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I had a. 
we had overtime Sunday morning, so I had to cut out at halftime. And um, I was kind of loosely watching, um, let's be honest, the game of the week here. I was watching Baltimore and Kansas City. And uh, I I think your game was, what, 10 nothing at halftime? It, it was kind of low scoring, but the Chargers yeah. were winning at halftime. I'm like, oh. They were winning. Yeah, maybe, I said it was maybe, a great half. Yeah, maybe stashing or something we don't. And yeah. – <laughs> Then, you know, once the wheel started to fall off, I, uh, the TV cut away. I, I got home. I got back from work in time to see the TV cut away to that final drive. And um, I'm sorry. I was rooting for us to get the point. So I was kind of <laughs> – I, I did pick you to lose. So, you know, pride. I love you, man. For the greater, greater good. <laughs> so, yeah. speaking of L.A., the other L.A. team invaded uh, Cleveland Browns. In Cleveland, the first energy stadium there. And, um, you know, I, I've tried thinking for three days how I was going to just um, regurgitate this, but I was telling Dirty Dan off air before you got on stash how I feel better about this team now than I did a week ago. Like, if they were going to lose, that's the kind of loss I wanted to see. I wanted to see them be in the game. And for three quarters, they were the team I was kind of hoping they would be all along. Um, obviously, that doesn't mean they're perfect. That doesn't mean that they're going to go in and win their next game, but we'll get into that in the second half of the show. But, um, you know, the Rams are good. Um, they're not perfect yet either. Um, if we were not, um, a lot of Baker Mayfield stats are, stats are actually better than Jared Goss at this point in time. Not by much. <laughs> but mm, Goff has no. a Baker I mean, if, if you, a higher QBR. Baker does have a few more interceptions, but his completion percentage, I believe, is better. Plus, he has more yards. Plus, his QBR is higher. But he's at fifty percent. <laughs> he's at fifty percent right now. Well, over I'm, telling you, Jared, has, I'm telling you, Goff has a lower QBR. Uh, over sixty-three percent. That. Yeah, he threw for 268 yards, but, but oh, the Rams was a lot of shooting himself in the foot. Rams shot Ooh. themselves in the foot the entire game. It should have been a bigger blowout, um, because because Baker left the pocket so much. I thought Rams would keep keep picking up on that, you know, and they did, and they pushed him out of the pocket. But I think if he just sat there for a second longer considering you know his options with 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 chubb and landry and beckham and geez man you got uh some of the you know the best um wide receivers in in the nfl but you know but they also had some of the the best uh corners in in in, in the backfield so you gotta give it to them both i just, I, just consider this the entire cleveland brown starting secondary secondary was injured and in not playing both safeties both corners one of the linebackers, all were second string that night, and they still held their own against a top-notch offense. Yeah, yeah that's what Brown's I'm playing pretty well. I believe if you were to go back and listen to last week's show, I did say I feel I felt as though the Browns' defense would do well enough to keep the offense in it, and I'm just happy I was kind of right. It makes me more encouraged <laughs> because they did it with mostly backups. So credit to Steve Wilkes. Um, keep doing you until the offense knows what the fuck it's doing. So. <laughs> I think the problem with your offense is Freddie Kitchens. I think uh, you need some, or at least your offensive coordinator. You guys, your play calling. I think Monken. Yeah, your play. I just, I think 
Baker has the tools. Baker has the ability, but he's not being put into the right situation, the right, right play calls. So I want yeah. to see better play calling out of them. Yeah, and and sit a little longer. Like, trust your guys. Trust yeah. your guys. You know, look look downfield. Trust your guys. You know, don't run out of the pocket. Um, that's you not know. gonna that's not gonna change this week because uh, Baltimore's D line is actually getting after the quarterbacks at a higher percentage than any other team. So it's not getting any better this Sunday. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll get into that when we actually. Um, two of us will be talking about next week's game. So uh, lastly, to wrap up the first half, um, I don't know how or why, but for some reason, Stash here is undefeated in fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it might have something yeah. to do with the fact that you have like the lowest points against. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as ESPN fantasy goes, yeah. I do have the lowest points, I think, in all of the league right now. However, I'm still undefeated. So hey, you, you gotta win one. <laughs> oh, a W is a W, all right. <laughs> I can't speak for Dan here, but I, I I got my first win, and then I'm going up against the winless Kamara Sutra. So me and Dirty Dan are battling for the right to last place. I think the right um, to last. Yeah, but yeah, I got I got Miami Sound Machine on this one. But and when you look at when you look at our our league. Um, I didn't. I didn't do too bad. I mean, I went up against someone who was undefeated as well, and I thought I did pretty freaking good. Oh, I gave up ever winning, but some for some reason I started Russell Wilson. And he got like forty something points. I'm like, oh, that's a happy accident. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I'm just, I'm just waiting on. Hopefully, maybe I can kind of scrounge up the yeah. last second half once I get players back. Because yeah, yeah, things are. Yeah, I got Tyreek Hill out. I've I've caught a couple bad breaks, but zero mm-hmm. three is still manageable. That's not just, sentence, yeah. no, 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 not right now. No. But no, I'm I'm definitely gonna need to start winning some games. Right. So my other league, I'm I'm doing well, but this one it's complete opposite. Yeah, but no one's running away with it. I mean, there's you know stash at three and zero, but there's a bunch of two and one. So I mean, it's yeah, it's evenly dispersed. So. Yeah, like, um, and like yeah. you were saying, like Stash, like he has the least points against, and he's second to like behind or above me. I'm the last with points four, but yeah. he's right there too. So, you know, anything <laughs> can change. Yeah, yeah, anything can change. Like the draw. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, we've all seen it being fantasy players. How many times have you gone into the weekend with a much higher projected score, and then just Lose. yeah, shit. Badly. Yeah, players get and, hurt. You know, yeah, lose badly, or or go in there thinking you're going to dominate, and mm-hmm. you only lose by like point five of a point or point three of a point. <laughs> right. That's what, that's what this fantasy is. Well, well, you have a better team. <laughs> yeah. And then and then lose again by only point two of a point. <laughs> right. <laughs> to to your own to to your own to your own one of your best friends and. You know, right. so you're like, motherfucker. I, I gave up on that one. I gave up on that, but I think my kicker got like 20. I'm like, oh, sweet. I won. Damn. Jeez. For stash. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, our whole, every time we met each other, he was the only one where we were like, you know, neck and neck. Point, point through the point. Yeah. Each yeah, time. We, we went into each- it on a previous podcast on one of our regular shows and um, we did the math. I beat him twice last year. 
And we did the math. The combined total of my victories was like less than a point. Mm-hmm. Like it was like it was literally like eight ten, and it was frustrating for him, but awesome for me. So, <laughs> so moving on to week four, um, Dirty Dan's Forty uh, ers on by, so we can't talk about them this week. But Sadly. next week, when next week when they come back, it's gonna be a quite the discussion, I'm sure. Um, so first up, um, Mr. Stash here. You got Chargers at Miami Dolphins. How bad is it going to be? Um, I well, I was excited to hear that Gordon's coming back. Uh, you know, great job for Melvin for holding you out a little bit. I mean, it's worth the money. You're putting your line, your body on the line, your concussions, and all the bad shit that happens for being a football player. But he's back. Uh, he's not going to play week four, um, which Doesn't sucks. Huh? No, you don't need them this week, so that's okay. No, no, but we're playing Miami. We're gonna we're gonna win that one. It, it'll be an ugly win, knowing knowing the Chargers, but it'll be a win. We'll we'll get it. Uh, it'll be a great first half, but yeah, you know. So, so what do you think? I mean, yeah. it's good to temper your, your expectations, but I, as the Dolphin, I mean, unless you guys can lose better than they can, <laughs> I think. Which I don't think any team in the the league they they've got losing you know they've got it on lock and I don't think any team can you know compete with them on that level. It's like that South Park episode where yeah the team that's better at purposely losing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, you know that? what? They're 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 zero and three. Um, you know, I just. I don't know. It's really just going to be one of those, uh, you know. I, you know, because according to you know the websites, they're sixteen point five point underdogs. So it's going to be something like um, something like fourteen to three. Wow! <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Top. Maybe that. You know. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like fourteen ten, but I'm gonna say fourteen three. <laughs> Dirty Dan. Uh, I'm gonna go like thirty five to three. Chargers. Well, I thought I was gonna be the biggest Debbie Downer here, but then Stash spoke. Um, I, I'm I'm liking it a lot to the Browns when they play the Jets. The score is gonna reflect a disparity, but it's not gonna be as satisfying as you hope. So I'm gonna go twenty three three. Chargers. Twenty three three Chargers. Yeah. yeah. And then what was uh, Dirty Dan's again? Thirty five three. Okay, so we got game of the week here. Just kidding. Uh, we got Browns at Ravens. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, I understandably can't give two predictions here. Um, I'm just gonna. While I see a win and a loss here, I can see how both would happen. Um, I'm going to liken it a lot to how the Browns-Rams game went, where the defense did good enough to keep the offense in it. Um, If somehow the Browns kept them under 21, they probably could pull out a victory, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen. But, you know, we always play the Ravens tough, even when our team sucks. So I'm going to say this is going to be like a, 24 to 21 Ravens win. Um, Dirty Dan? 
Yeah, um, I'd go. I'd go a little, a little higher for the Ravens. You know, Lamar. They he said he they got off to a slow start against the Chiefs. He didn't he didn't throw as well as he he normally does. It was supposed to be more of a a shootout, and it got close towards the end. But I I'd, um, I'd say they they have a pickup game after this. The Browns showed improvement, but I think this is a game that the Ravens are gonna, you know, come back from after just losing to the Chiefs, and I think they're gonna they're gonna take it out on the Browns. So I think Browns will, you know, be in it. It won't be a a blowout or anything, but I think I'd go Ravens thirty-five to or I go twenty-eight fourteen Ravens. Stash. I'm going to go somewhere along the same line of 2420. 2420? Yeah. Uh, 2420. Actually, I'm going 2420 Browns. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad oh. I, I assumed. I shouldn't have been so assumptuous. No. Um, the, the, like, Cleveland, Cleveland has it. I just hope that they could, they could uh, get Baker to calm the fuck down and just sit there for a second longer. Because it's three I, seconds in the pocket and, and not I, I, leave and just do do it, you know. I think they can't until Drew Forbes come back, and I think he's slated for week eight. So they need someone on the right side of the line to come back, and I think Drew Forbes is key. So he unfortunately got hurt the fourth preseason game, but um, I was going to say something. So one thing I did want to say real quickly is our schedule if you look at it, is built for an easier second half. So the reason why I'm not panicking is truly after eight games, the Browns can be three and five and still be okay. So they just yeah. need to win two against either Baltimore, which is a long shot, but possible. Um, San Francisco, Seattle, Denver, and New England, I think rounds out their first eight games. So they just need to win two of those games um, and still be okay, as long as they're continuing to get better. If they look like they did against the Titans, then we might be picking top five with the Steelers, not with the Steelers, uh, with the Dolphins who are probably picking twice in the top five. So I just wanted to get that out there quickly that, you know, why, why I'm not panicking that they might lose this and go one and three is because their schedule was completely front loaded with top matchups. So uh, moving yeah. along, we, this should, be, I don't know. I mean, this could potentially be a good one. Our Thursday night game this week is Eagles at Green Bay. Um, Dirty Dan. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Packers. Packers are looking to, you know, they've had really three great defenses that they've played against, and so Aaron Rodgers hasn't looked quite like Aaron Rodgers, but he hasn't had to, he hasn't had to put up the numbers that he's not, he hasn't, he's for once in his career been able to rely on his defense and the teams that they were playing. None of them really had great offenses. They all had great defenses. So all he really had to do was rely on his defense for once, which is now finally good. And a good job over there. Yeah. And then with this Eagles game, I'm seeing that, you know, they can again rely on that defense. You know, Carson Wentz is looking good, but they're losing. They're missing some players like Deshaun Jackson will be out. I'm not sure if Alshon Jeffrey is coming back, but they're a little banged up. And I think the Packers defense can definitely hold their own. And if it needs to be a shootout, I think that Aaron Rodgers can for sure tear up this Eagles this Eagles defense. 
So I'd, I'd go um, Packers 24, Eagles 17. Okay. Stash? Um, I think there's a lot of overhype with the Eagles. I don't think they're as great as everybody predicts them to be. I mean, we read the numbers on the page and, you know, we – We'd like to make those predictions, but when you put them back on the field, they just don't match up to what people think they are. Um, I hope Aaron Rodgers goes out there and puts on a clinic, which I think he will, considering that Philadelphia is 24th ranked in scoring defense. Saying that, though, I still think it'll be a low-scoring game. Maybe something like uh, 2010. Green Bay? Packers. Uh, 2010 Green Bay. Um, I think... Uh, Dirty Dan did a good job mentioning all the. I am wondering if all those injuries truly has any bearing on how they looked, um, especially against uh, Atlanta back in week mm-hmm. two. But um, like you mentioned, Mike Pettin, um, I think he's second year running the defense there in Green Bay, and um, he's doing a good job at it. And with all of um, the Eagles' injuries, um, I, I have to give it to Green Bay. I mean, if. Philly was completely healthy. It might be a different story, but I don't think they have the talent to compete. So, But I'm going to go higher, though. I think Green Bay is going to put like a 34 spot up there, and I'm going to give the Eagles uh, 20. 34-20. But dare I say, it might probably be the best Thursday night game we've had yet. Yeah. I mean, don't don't jinx it. It's... <laughs> I don't want to get your hopes up. I'm well. I might if I'm ill from work tomorrow. I might be able to watch it, but we don't know just yet. So moving on to Sunday night football. This would have been a great game prior to a quarterback's injury, but who knows what it's going to be now? But we have um, Cowboys at Saints. Uh, Dan, I I actually like Teddy, and I remember saying the same with Jacoby Brissett. He was. It's a similar situation. Um, Teddy Bridgewater won't be in for the whole year like Brissett will but I remember talking about Brissett um you guys didn't really seem so keen on him but he he looked good for the Colts you know they're two and one and I see the same things from the Saints they're two and one um Teddy's only I think started just this last game that they won and I don't have his stats in front of me but I believe he played he played well they relied heavily on Alvin Kamara and I think they can do that again they're right. granted they are playing the Cowboys and Cowboys are looking great on defense and offense and Marshawn Lattimore has been getting toasted I think he's given up the most yards of any cornerback throughout the year something around like 330 yards through three weeks wow. so I'm not seeing very much I'm seeing a really good offense you know Dak's playing lights out and a really good Cowboys defense versus a struggling Saints offensive defense. So I'd go Cowboys over Saints for that Sunday night game. Um, 28 to 14. 14. Stash? I think that uh, New Orleans is going to offer Dallas their first loss for the season. Um, Remember, they're playing at New Orleans, which is kind of tough. It's a very tough place to be at. Uh, Even... 
even for the time for the Sunday night game, it's going to be a great game to watch. It might even be a little bit of a, more of a shoot off and run game than we thought it's going to be. And I'm going to go something more along the lines of like um, 27-20. Saints. Well, I think that might be a hotter take than my temperature right now. My forehead's feeling pretty warm. <laughs> um, I'm feeling it. Um, I know Stash won't like to hear me say this, but I think Cowboys could quite possibly be the most rounded team in the NFL. Um, God, you're overhyped. <laughs> they, they they got the team, plus they have the continuity from pretty much staying right. together. Um, if Drew Brees was not hurt, um, I might feel differently about this one, but I think the Saints can keep it competitive because they still have talent. I mean, Michael Thomas is still playing and Alvin Kamara is still playing, but um, I just think Zeke and Cooper are too much. So I'm going to go 31 24. I'm double checking, make sure I didn't say that already. I don't think I have. So yeah, 31 24 <laughs> Cowboys. But Yeah, another, another thing I want to just add on um, I'm looking at the Cowboys' past three three teams and the teams they've played you know are not good teams so while like it's a it's a situation the Niners have kind of had to deal with granted we are you know Cowboys look better on paper they have looked better throughout the past couple years same thing with the Patriots Patriots have played awful teams the last three weeks and looked dominant which they should they should and right. on paper, they look great. We know they're Super Bowl contenders. But what I see from this, these last three weeks, the, the Cowboys have played the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. And so I want to see, you know, against an actual decent team, you know, granted they're losing, they're missing out on their best player in Drew Brees, you know, maybe behind mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara. I, I want to see how they actually, you know, play against uh, a playoff caliber team. Not a bad point at all, and uh, can't wait for Sunday night. I'm not going to wait all day for it, like Gary Edward would like us to believe, but um, we'll get there when we get there. And then uh, how about some trash football at its finest on Monday night? We have Bengals at Steelers. <laughs> uh, Stash, you want to take first stab at this one? Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. Point spread <laughs> right now is for Steelers, but, um, I mean, Jesus, how can we get a – 0 and 3 and 0 and 3 like this on a Monday night. Um, well, you know what? Uh, Monday night football deserves that right to have such a shitty game on a Monday <laughs> night because you don't have you don't on public television anymore. You could have ESPN just to watch it. So fuck you, ESPN for doing that, and fuck you, NFL for doing that as well. We can't even enjoy a good Monday night football game anymore in America. Anyways, um, it's going to be really great. I think it's going to be more of some along the lines 30 20. Uh, Steelers. Uh, Dan? Yeah, um, I'd have to go. I'd have to go Steelers. I think they have more potential. Andy Dalton's been throwing for a lot of yards. Their offense has looked, you know, fairly decent. But I think this is the game where Mason Rudolph, you know, settles down, gets, you know, some connection with James Conner and Juju. And I think they're they'll be able to get their offense rolling a little bit more against a an easier Bengals defense to go against so i think it'll be a higher scoring i think the the steelers can maybe maybe limit the Bengals offense a little bit so i think 
this will be one of the Steelers' higher scoring games, and I'd, I'd say around 28-17 Steelers. Okay. Well, um, taking what I know, uh, Andy Dalton is a very mediocre quarterback. And in such a small sample size, made all, uh, Mason Rudolph is a trash quarterback. But, again, <laughs> he's only made one start, so it's not like it's his fault. Um, yeah. I don't think at this point in time that Juju is enough on his own, at least with a rookie quarterback. Or He's not technically a rookie, but he's making his first NFL action. Yeah. They drafted him last year. And, you know, the Bengals are, have hung – hung tough in two of their losses against Seattle and Buffalo. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's probably going to be garbage football. It's not going to be the cleanest, nicest, prettiest looking game we've ever seen. But um, I believe more in the Bengals right now than I do the Steelers. So I'm going to go Bengals 24, Pittsburgh 17. I can't even argue with that. Yeah. It's not going to be crazy. <laughs> I mean, congratulations! You're going to be possibly tied with Cleveland for second in the division with one win <laughs> if you do. And so, it's not going to be. No one's walking away from that game proud. That's all. I it's say. a it's a race for last in that division. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which probably really hurts for Steelers fans because they're so used to being ten and six. And I know they got off to a slow start last year, but they turned it around. But they had Big Ben and they had Antonio Brown. And when Antonio Brown was taking all the, the, the attention, they had Juju. And Juju is still a wide receiver one, but I haven't seen enough from the other guys to see that they can make up for the lack of attention they're going to receive because it's all going to Juju and Connor. So um, right. all I can say is um, I'm not proud of picking that, but prove me wrong, Pittsburgh. So you do that, and maybe I might predict you win a game sometime down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to our final segment where Stash tells us why we should watch the Buffalo game. Um, <laughs> I kid. He didn't tell us to do that last week. But, uh, no, so, I didn't do it yeah, last week. So now um, we just, we'll just each tell you all um, what game outside of our own that we're most um, excited to watch. Um, Dirty Dan, since you don't have a game to watch with rooting interests, Probably outside of fantasy, of course. Um, what game most excites you as a football fan to see this week? So I uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys why you should watch the Bills game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just on paper, this is a game that I want to see. Um, it's you know Bills are three and zero, Patriots are three and zero. So on paper, it's looking like it's two really good teams going up against each other. I still. I'm not sold on the Bills, just like a lot of people aren't sold on the Niners, which I understand. Reasonable. There's a bunch of haters. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm curious to see how the how the Patriots play against a team that has been winning, and the, at least a team that is decent. The teams mm-hmm. that they've played are a lot of injure, injury-prone teams that have dealt with issues. Dolphins are you know playing to lose, and... I haven't seen really any competition for the Patriots. There hasn't been any sign of, you know, actual football going on. There's literally no competition for them. So I want to see, yeah, I want to see the Bills challenge them 
and maybe catch them off guard. You know, it's going to be tough with the Bill Belichick team. He's always going to take it seriously, no matter what opponent it is. Right. Whether it's the Dolphins, the Jets, doesn't matter who it is, he's going to take it like a Super Bowl game. So Bills are going to have to bring their air, their A game. They're going to have Josh Allen's going to have to sling the rock and just tear up that defense. And yeah. you know, it's going to be hard to to try to figure out, you know, whether that defense is for real. That Patriots defense is for real. I think they've only given up like five points the past three weeks, and they're number one in you know passing yard or yardage allowed. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's tough to say um, how that's going to work. I think the Bills are missing Devin Singletary. Frank Gore is still a tank. Dude's <laughs> a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he's still chugging along. So I want to see the Bills, you know. Give it to the Patriots, you know, give them their all, bring their A game. And I'm actually going to go with an upset. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills over the Patriots, 24-21. Well, you know, they do have to lose sometimes, so. I'll take I'll take the risk now. You know, I, I got to <laughs> stop playing it safe. <laughs> Stash, now that, now that Dirty Dan took your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he did. He did take what I wanted to talk about, um, and I think I, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with him on this. That okay. um, in the AFC East, this this is gonna be um, this is gonna be the one game where that um, the only team that's gonna be in the way of of the Patriots is the Bills. So um, I like to see this game. I don't think it's gonna be. Uh, such a big uh, scoring game or a high scoring game as most people would think it is. I think it's gonna be really low, like in the in the you know overall forty points, maybe forty one or forty two. But again, I'd probably go with um, I think it's gonna be like a twenty one twenty type of thing. Maybe by like a point, the okay. Bills will pull it off. Yeah, okay. and they'll do it happily too, and they'll rub it in fucking Patriots' face. <laughs> I love you, Tom Brady. You're on. You're on my fantasy, but sometimes you just don't do it for me. You know, <clears throat> um, I would love to feel the collective um, depression that's going to come from Bills Mafia when they lose. Um, no offense to Brent and Liberty's wife, Lady Liberty. She is a huge Buffalo fan, but you've beaten three teams that you should have beaten two of them barely. So, <laughs> um, but I'm not going to go with that. Um, I'm going to go, funny enough, I'm going to go Seattle, Arizona, because while I don't think Arizona is going to be that great in the long haul, I'm not completely sold on the talent level of Seattle. So I'm going to watch mainly because the Browns do have to play them both down the line. Um, Seattle, they have to play after, uh, they play the Niners, um, so I'm, I'm going to be mainly watching just to see if, you know, Seattle's frauds or not. Um, I think they will maybe squeak by with a win like 21-17 or 24-21 or something like that. But it won't be pretty. Um, it'll give me confidence that the Browns can win back-to-back games after they beat the Niners in Week 5. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, the other, I mean – there's a good game. Minnesota-Chicago should probably actually be pretty good. Battle for second place in that division. And then battle the end of the other battle of the undefeated is KC and Detroit. 
Can Matt, can Matt Patricia do enough to slow down Casey's nope. offense? Nope. Yeah. Well, if you really want to see a good shitty game against really two horrible, horrible teams, uh, watch the Broncos Jaguars. I mean, come on. No, I think Washington New York Giants has to be worse. Really? I don't Washington, know, man. Got to be worse. I don't yeah, know. That's like on the top three. Like top three games to like definitely miss have to be the Giants Redskins. Definitely got to be the freaking Jaguars Broncos. And number three, <laughs> it's got to be Raiders Colts. I'm sorry, I fucking hate the Raiders too. But damn, <laughs> this this just totally. You know, with everything they got, it's just that's another one. I just don't. I don't even want to see it on the TV. Just pass it up. We might have to add this segment in uh, right after yeah. the most exciting game to worst fucking game. Like, yeah, <laughs> I watch high school and football Friday. I'm, would be much better. But yeah, there, there's All definitely. Right. I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch golf or like frisbee golf than watch a freaking Raiders Colts game. You know, um, so I don't know how true yeah. this is, but um, I saw it floating around on the internet earlier tonight that if the Steelers were to lose at home to Cincinnati, the NFL is already considered flexing a different game into the Niners, not the Niners, sorry, the Steelers Chargers Sunday night game like two weeks later. I, I think, see it. I think weeks, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of rooting for that to happen because honestly, no offense to Stash and the Chargers, but I don't think Pittsburgh's just going to have a great year. And uh, just to prove I'm not being completely mean, our friend Dill Spears, who is a Steelers fan, recently said to us that he sees 4-12. and 12. So I trust him more than I trust myself. I'm not a fan of the Steelers. But that week, um, we have a Niners-Rams matchup, so that would actually probably be a far better game to be watching on Sunday night as opposed to Steelers-Chargers. Agreed. You know, as much as I love my Chargers, I want to watch a good game. Yeah. I'm a I'm a football fan. I want to right. watch a good game. Yeah. See who's deserving. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. I think the Chargers yeah, can get there, especially with Gordon coming back. Do we do we have an update on um James on the defense? Is he gone for the whole year? Is he coming back? It's, it's about eight, six to eight weeks, I think. So he was probably put on IR then. So probably about week Yeah, eight. I think he's able to come back from IR around week eight. Well, if they can hold their own, I, I mean, the way things are shaping up, I don't think Buffalo is as good as they look because of competition. No, um, no one else yeah. in the AFC West is, I mean, Broncos and Raiders are Broncos and Raiders. Um, who knows what's happening in the South and the North might just be Baltimore and no one else. So if the Chargers can hang in there, much like the Saints, until they get their key players back, they still have a shot. That sneaking in, but uh, probably more of a wild card sneak in, but oh, I, they'd sneak definitely. in. Yeah, it'd be a wild card deal for sure. Chiefs definitely look like a fourteen and two team for sure. Yep, and it's yep. hard to figure it's out where good. the loss is going to come from, but <laughs> it's got to come from somewhere. So, um, it might come from like Texan. It, it might be like it. It might be more of a, a Texan thing, but. Other than that, it's going to be hard to tell, you know, who the second team's going to. Well, after week six, you know, it'll be we'll kind of know where who's who who can handle the Chiefs. Yeah, their their main. If I were to pick two, just off of their schedule, I'd pick Green Bay and the obvious New England. I can see that. I would mm. I would I would see those two. 
Yeah. Don't sleep on don't don't sleep on Houston though. You know. No, no. Deshaun Houston's a baller. And Watson is, you know. So don't don't sleep on that. Yeah. So that they'll beat everybody else, but you know, Houston and 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 definitely Green Bay might be one of their tougher two. But Green Bay's been so shitty. So we'll see. Well, if you want further proof that the Chiefs defense is suspect, um, if you, and also you want to know why the Ravens game score-wise was so close, watch those two Hail Marys Lamar Jackson threw yeah. up there. That should have been intercepted. Like, there's no reason why those passes should ever work. I'm pretty sure a high school football team could have covered that play better. Um, so if you can beat them in a shootout, I think you can do it. It's much like that Rams game last year where you can get the three defensive stops and I – you know the Rams did, but yeah. it's got to be a high score. You got to be able to out, you know, outscore them. And Houston has that potential. Yeah. So he looked so, like vintage Joe Flacco, you know, out there just <laughs> chucking it up. Right. You know, classic hey, Baltimore QB. I can throw it seventy yards. So watch me throw it seventy yards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, with that said, uh, we're going to wrap up for week four. Uh, make sure you're tuning in. Um, if you find us on Facebook, on our Facebook page, that would be if you just go into the search engine and search for Uppy and Stash Podcast, you'll find us. You can find us on Twitter if that's your thing. That would be Uppy and Stash, um, capital U, capital S. Um, if email is your thing, you can email us at uppystashpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, let us know what your favorite team is, and we'll add it to the show next week. Um, no one's done it yet, so please have the balls or the chestnuts to be the first one and get to our lady listening. Yeah. It's chestnuts. But, um, with that said, uh, any parting words, Turkey Dan? Um, go Niners, you know, Super Bowl. (laughs) 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 No, no. I can't feel your forehead from over here. Um, (laughs) yeah, my, my parting words are for all you shitty teams out there without a quarterback. Colin Kaepernick can still be signed. Same. He should be signed. Just saying. hot take. If you're if you're if you're if you're pulling from the from the the bowels of of death of Satan, give it up and just yeah, just fucking sign Kaepernick. <clears throat> so he has he has the he has the paperwork to prove that he has the chops, you know, like to to come out there and be a gunslinger. So, but you won't do it because you're all pussies. Well, I just saw our 12 listeners walk out the door, so <laughs> I, uh, uh, Adios. <laughs> we're doing this for fun now. Uh, just kidding. We've always been doing this for fun. So uh, my parting words, as always, is fuck Baltimore. And with that yeah. said, good afternoon, good evening, and good day.